Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Benny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 1057 The Fan. I'm really happy for Kevin. He's a free agent. Uh, he's one of those guys that we'll continue to talk to. He and I met last week. We'll see what that looks like in the coming weeks. But as I said, the offensive line is going to always be a preference. You know, I know it's not a sexy position for a lot of people, my, my sons included. Um, but it's a critical important for our team, and we will spend a lot of resources and a lot of time talking what that's going to look like. Patrick had an amazing season. I love Patrick. He's one of my favorite guys on the team. He's put himself in a great position. You know, you never know if, if you pick up an option, that's less money that you can spend on somebody else. And so how does that, how do those dominoes fall? Really hard to say. Yeah, well, I'm glad we have uh, justice on a two-year deal. Uh, it was a challenge this year with JK's injury, which was unfortunate, terrible for us, and then with Keaton. But, um, you know, we'll assess that market. We'll talk to those guys. We'll try to, we'll see where things kind of lie with, with Gus and JK. I don't know. I, I love the guys we have coming back. I mean, I think Bates going to have a great season. And uh, and we got Zay. We'll talk to guys and look at potentially bringing some guys back. But I feel really good about where we are. I think we also saw the emergence of uh, Isaiah Likely this year. That's Eric DaCosta, Ravens general manager, a couple of weeks ago. And it sees a press conference along with John Harbaugh. Meeting with the media, talking about various subjects relating to the team. Season ended a little more than two weeks ago against Kansas City. NFL season is now over as the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, which we'll revisit with Howard Balzer later on in the show. And with you, if you want to join us at 410-583-1057. But he's talking there about the wide receiver room. Yeah. And he likes what he has. Now, Devin Duvernay is a free agent. Now, St. Aguilar is a free agent. We'll get into the free agents for the Ravens, too, as the show progresses. Odell Beckham Jr. is a free agent. Tylen Wallace is a free agent. Pretty much the only guys expected to be back are Rashad Bateman, who he mentioned by name. Yep. Maybe an olive branch to saying we sucked at drafting wide receivers last year. And say Flowers, but right now, Vinny, because of off-the-field drama, his status might be undetermined at this time, too. He did mention Isaiah Likely, who, given his athleticism, I guess, can do more than just the uh, old traditional tight end sort of thing there. Yeah. Um, the, the thing, yeah, he's he's a versatile guy. He's more of a... um, Probably more like a Travis Kelsey. You know, not a blocker. He's not a blocker at all. He's he's a skilled receiving type, and he's got excellent yak ability. That's that's what you, he's got. Strong hands. He can run down the field. So I mean, he's a talent. He's definitely a talent that uh, they can take advantage of next year. 
But he's sounded like he's kind of satisfied with what is there. I think there could be some significant turnover. I mean, Oof. Beckham's not coming back for 15 mil. No. Does Aguilar come back on a team-friendly deal? If all he depends. Chooses? It all depends on if anybody else wants him. And Devin Duvernay, quite frankly, even though he can be an asset to you as a kick returner, he's made the Pro Bowl. <coughs> yeah. As a wide receiver, not so much. Uh, yeah, I don't. that's right player, right price kind of thing. The, the only the, – the, the, the big thing's going to be um, – the Zay Flowers stuff for the receiver room, Bob. I mean, I just pulled it up now. Nine eleven audio reveals new details about the uh, alleged Zay Flowers incident. You know, and and uh, the politicians are getting involved now because they want it released. So it's it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty. I don't think for Zay Flowers. I mean, the delegates they demand to hear the nine one one call and all this kind of stuff. When politicians get involved, and st- I don't, I don't see that one going well. And due process in the legal system will take place, but the NFL kind of hands down its own justice as well. So yes. for Zay Flowers, the chances of him possibly playing in a season opener date and opponent to be determined might be a little precarious at that time. So that would change things dramatically. Oh, my God. Yeah. For the Ravens. And then you have Bateman. You're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. Nope. And even if Zay Flowers is ready to go, the Ravens still seem to lack that prototypical 6-2 burner. I mean, like T. Higgins? High points the ball. Yeah. Can go up against the McDuppies of the world and win these sort of matchups there. Now, you know? Bob, I would say, like, I I don't know how long. I'm guessing the Zay Flowers thing is going to drag out for a while. Um, If you're – because all of a sudden now, that's, that's like a curveball that was thrown to Eric. So maybe, you know, you weren't planning on going after, you know, a Mike Evans or a T. Higgins, but then all of a sudden you're like, who do we got? You know, we got Bateman, who's going to be gone in a year, probably. You know, we got nobody. So maybe going in. T. Higgins and those guys, they're going to cost, what do you think, Bob? 18 to 20 mil, I'm guessing. Something like that. Yeah. And is Cincinnati inclined to keep Higgins around? Too? I don't know if they can. You know, I mean, they got to pay Chase, too. So they, they've got interesting, interesting issues. Well, every team does, pretty much. But the Ravens are cap situation, not dire, but it's not ideal. And they're going to have to renegotiate and do some things. Yeah. But the wide receiver room could have a makeover. Remember, we were talking, hey, they got five fir- former first-round draft picks. Yeah. And it's going to dwindle significantly, <laughs> I would yeah. think, here in 2024. Also, and to me, this is a major issue, running back. Yeah. All right, you got Justice Hill. Two-year deal, great. Asset to the team. In Big ways. time. All right, blocking in the championship game, not so much. No, bad. Gus Edwards, free agent. J.K. Dobbins, free agent coming from Achilles. Dalvin Cook, Melvin Gordon III, guys whose best days might be behind them at this stage. Keaton Mitchell, probably not going to be what he was coming back from a major knee injury suffered in December. So, Vinny, as we look at a team that led the league in rushing yes. 
in 2023. And Lamar had a lot to do with it, as we know. But, man, that running back room is pretty barren right well, now. Well, Bob, I would say the whole offense. I mean, because Eric said it from the get-go. The, the priority, he said preference. I say priority. Your priority's got to be the offensive line. That's got to be your priority because without the old line, I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, if you don't have a good old line, forget the running, forget the passing, forget all that. I mean, he's, they're going to be running for their lives. So they number one thing, you got to get your old line squared away. And we heard him in the open there talking about Zeitler that as well. Yeah. Zeitler, Simpson, free agents, Moses. I'm guessing Moses, Moses will be back because he's got a cheap deal. Um, I'm guessing by the time it's all said and done, Bob, just because they got so much to do with the old line, I'm guessing Stanley will be back for another year, and they're going to hope that you know he can be healthiest that he's been probably in a few years. And it doesn't really help them financially to get rid of him now. Maybe they pick up June eight one. mil. Yeah, yeah, not a ton, not a ton, and. You know, you have in-house guys like Daniel Fellele uh, and uh, Patrick McCary, Sala, who at one point was competing to start yeah. at left guard. But is there really in-house tackles who are plug-and-play? Or is this draft free agent sort of acquisition area? I mean, they're, uh, to me, Voorhees, they drafted Voorhees to be a guy this year. Yeah, to redshirt him. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Falele's got to take a big jump. He's he's got to he's got to get more nasty. Um, and and Bob, that's that's the problem with um, kids that you get from other countries that they don't grow up with football, and a lot of times just getting drafted. I made it. No, you didn't make it. Now it's just beginning. That's because Falele hadn't really. To me, he looks the same as he did year one. The exact same. His hand's still not good. He's still not physical or violent. You know, I mean, if he's just got a block on a guy over him, it's okay because he's 380 pounds. But misdirection, you know, to redirect and do those kind of things, he struggles. He struggles. So, you know, and and Ben Cleveland, eh. I mean, you hope to find better because he's a non-athlete. Yeah, he's been kind of uh, not only a non-athlete, a non-factor. Yes, I, I Bob. The only thing he, he and and I've I've said all along. I mean, scouting wise, I don't like linemen that when they walk, they're ten and two. Their feet are out ten and two. I can't stand that. I mean, who runs like other than uh, <laughs> ten and two? You know, I mean, it just to me, it's a non-athletic position. So that's Eric DaCosta also talking about the decision to not pick up Patrick Queen's fifth-year option, which now might come back to haunt them because Justin Matabike is a free agent as well. We assume he gets the franchise tag and Patrick Queen coming off a Pro Bowl, All-Pro year. We'll apply his trade elsewhere next year, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I, I Trenton Simpson replace him, I guess. Well, that's why you draft him in the third round. He can run. We saw that. He can run. I just didn't think he had great awareness at all during the year. I thought he was kind of uh, like a fish out of water. And uh, that last game against Pittsburgh, Mike McDonald did him a solid, man. I mean, they. what does he do? He, he can run. 
and they let him run. They blitzed him to in the plays and stuff, you know, where he didn't have to um, be analyzing the situation. He didn't have to read and react. He just had to go. Basically the same thing they did with Queen his first year. Speedy and Haney, 1057, the fans of the Ravens. 22 free agents they're going to have to address, and we're going to talk about that free agent class in order of priority. For instance, going back to the O-line, does John Simpson become the guy you want to keep around because you really don't know if there's anyone there to replace him? Because Patrick McCary's best role is that Swiss Army knife kind yes. of guy. No doubt about it. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. It's snowing, or it was, here in Baltimore. Turn it up Tuesday. Bob Haiti beats Rado Nolan McGraw. Pigeons and Kedras tomorrow. We're going to talk some Orioles later on in the program with Rich Dubroff. We're going to talk about the American League East, Toronto in particular, with Ben Nicholson-Smith from Sportsnet Toronto about the Blue Jays. We're going to project. Me and Nolan going to get in here. Vinny's going to be part of it. The 26-man opening day roster. Does Jackson Holiday make the team coming out of Sarasota and spring training? We got a lot to get to. We're trying to get to it all. Join us. Let's get to it together. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shall we? Here on the fan. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haiti. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. No, I haven't really talked to him too much, but Lamar, I'll tell you, he's great about, you know, offering suggestions and ideas and he and I have a great you know relationship where we can exchange different ideas on personnel and things Eric DaCosta Ravens uh, general manager when he met with the media a few weeks back a couple weeks ago talking about Lamar Jackson and his input on possible personnel decisions and you know, I don't know where I stand on this. I never worked in a front office of a National Football League team or a professional sports team or was ever a professional athlete. But I think you leave the decision-making up to the experts and not let players dictate what the roster construction should be. And I'm not saying Lamar's that guy. That being said, they talk, but it sounded like Lamar doesn't go in and demand things. But then again, Vinny... We go back to last year during the contract drama. Mm-hmm. I want Beckham. I want 
Hopkins, et cetera, et cetera. And they got Beckham for a big ticket. So he influenced that. But given the fact that Lamar now has his contract, will his influence be as great, assuming he has any at all? The only recommendation I'd give Eric is, is do what you think is right. Because when you get players involved, I'll give you one example, Bob. Jerry Rice and uh, Steve Young, they wanted Ricky Waters gone. And then Ricky went to Philly. And then, you know what? You know what they said then the following year? Damn. Sure wish we had Ricky Waters. You know? And then look at the Jets. Look at Aaron Rodgers with all the guys he brought in. Mm-hmm. And none of them are even playing hardly at the end of the year. So, listen, you, you got to do what your personnel people and everybody, you got to do what's best for the team. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We're going to break down the Ravens' pre-agents in order of importance. And the salary cap is going to make it uh, impossible to keep everyone around. And I'm assuming that a lot of these guys, the Ravens, might not want around any longer. But a lot of these players are going to be attractive to other organizations. We're going to break down the Orioles' projected 26-man opening day roster. A lot of it hinges on Jackson Holiday. Making the team is Jorge Mateo going to be an infielder, outfielder sort of uh, versatile guy? The hell was that? I don't know. Yeah, the <laughs> lights just flickered on here. <laughs> the baseball guides are popping on, but yeah, Webb's up uh, out of options. Mike Bauman's out of options. So some of the guys that might not make it coming out of Sarasota are going to have to clear waivers, and there's no guarantees that that will happen in favor of said Orioles. If you want to. Should Jackson Holiday make the team sort of stuff? Keep in mind, you know, he's 20. This will be, what, his second spring training, but first one where he's got an opportunity to make the team. You're trying to win the World Series this year. The best 26 need to come north with you, and if he's one mm-hmm. of them, so be it. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. It's Turn It Up Tuesday. Bob Eddie V. Serato, Nolan McGraw, ACDC right out of the gate. Go to Rob in Bel Air. Rob, what's happening? Rob. The fun thing about being – this is a great conversation. This is a great conversation you guys had. But the uh, highs and lows of being a Ravens fan. Highs, home field advantage. Chance to win the championship and go to the Super Bowl. Instead, they get a ridiculous game plan. Zay Flowers uh, fumbles at the goal line and the taunting. Domestic violence after. Uh, we find out that later. Coaches picked apart. Free agency. Who knows what we're going to have? And they're probably going to open up against the Kansas City Chiefs so they can reveal, unveil their uh, third Super Bowl right in front of the Ravens. What could get better? What could be better? I mean, it's amazing how it can go like that. And trying to find, you know, players now, receivers, and T. Higgins is going to be too expensive. And we know that the Kansas City Chiefs, are probably now going to, after they're receiving problems, they're going to go out and get somebody. I don't know what their cap space is, but they're going to end up getting somebody. Well, they're the biggest and problems Jones, they got. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to afford. Yeah. Jones and Snead are their two big tickets. Right. If, if, if you think they'll probably end up signing one of those guys, and their yeah. defense will still – They'll be pretty good intact, and they're going to be. I think they're going to be even more dangerous next year. That's mm-hmm. just my opinion. My my thing with the Ravens is um, I don't know if they can afford a guy like T. Higgins. I mean, they need a guy like T. Higgins to be honest with you. I mean, they don't have that Paul 
receiver who can do the things that he can do. And I, I don't think they're going to bring Beckham back. And honestly, I, as much as I like Odell, I mean, how many, how much, how much does he have left? You know, and is he suit, is he fit suitable for the offense that they run, that the Ravens run? Um, I think Nelson Aguilar is more suitable for the offense that the Ravens run. And I mean, I'm just looking at what I talked to about a couple of weeks ago about Ravens not being able to come back on teams when they're down by 10 points at halftime. Oh, and 24. I mean, how? how yeah, do you and that goes, like Rob, that, I mean, that and, goes and back to two, that goes back to 13 before uh, Lamar was even here. That's yeah. not necessarily a Lamar Jackson thing. And Kansas City with Mahomes is the opposite of that. They all three Super Bowls they won. They trail by ten points in every one of them. At least, weren't they down twenty? Wasn't weren't they down twenty four nothing to the the Texans in the playoff? And uh, they just came back and they ended up winning that game. Like they, they scored like fifty. They something. scored I mean, like they fifty in that game. They won by thirty. But that was a different offense then too. That was when they could like strike from anywhere on the field. But to Rob's point. I think that they're going to upgrade the weaponry for all Mahomes here, which to Rob said, and yeah. Rob, of course, that you agree because of your point, they're going to be even more dangerous next year. Oh, I think, yeah, I, they think the I think Kansas City will be order. better. Yeah, I agree with you, Bob. They'll be better next year, you know? And, you know, Kelsey probably will be, he won't be as good, but he he's able to pick his spots at 35. So they're going to have, I don't know, the band back together. They're going to have a schedule that's going to feature a lot of really good teams like the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not, what are we sitting here, February 13th? Yes. I don't think things are that desperate for the rape. Yeah, their coaching staff got poached. It's what's happened when you have success. Yeah, the schedule's going to be tough because we they got, what, eight playoff teams and all that good stuff on their schedule for 2024. They got a ton of free agents, got all that. But they got a franchise quarterback. That's right. Got a franchise middle linebacker. You got an all-pro safety. I mean, you have you have places to start. Now, the offensive line, all right, to your point, eh, let's tighten that up a little bit and see yeah. how it goes well, from there. Right now, offensively, you got tight ends and you got a quarterback. Yeah, so it's not that bad. They are. The third pick right now, according to Vegas, to win the Super Bowl next year behind San Francisco and Kansas City. So I think there's still a lot of hope. And they did make the AFC Championship game. And I know it's still a bitter pill to swallow for a lot of people. But you got you got to wash it down, man. Let it soak in. It's over. Is it as bitter as it was in 2019? I think the passage of time has changed that. I mean, we talked about that being one of the worst losses in Ravens history. And it still is, by the way. But how many times have been they made the playoffs since then? Three? Yeah. Bob, you get to the playoffs, you have a chance. And they're going to be a playoff team next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, right now, when I look at it, Bob, I mean, Eric hadn't done his work yet. But Orioles or Ravens, who has a better roster today? Well, the Orioles do. Yes. The Orioles are loaded. Yes. And they're going to be the favorites, perhaps, in the eyes of some to win the American League. Bob Nightingale, future Hall of Fame writer, picked them on that you were off on this show to win. He says they're the best team in the American League right now. 
but you have to go through levels of postseason play yeah, Ravens. to achieve it. <laughs> and the Orioles, well, well, they needed a number one starter. What did they do? They went out and got the best available starter. Will they keep him around? We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But he's going to be in Sarasota tomorrow, along with a lot of position players, getting ready to rock and roll. We're going to project the Orioles' 26-man roster as they begin defense of the American League East Championship on March 28th against the Los Angeles Angels. The Orioles, 101 wins. I don't know if they duplicate that, but they're going to be a really, really good team with their young players only getting better. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your sports information station, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. You heard during Joe LaCroix's update there. Patriots and catchers tomorrow. Brandon Hyde was on the Big Bad Morning Show. Yesterday, we're going to hear from him as the show rolls on. Bob Eddie Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw. Season opens on March 28th. Baltimore baseball tonight. We will be back in full effect. And Joe LaCroix part of it. Nolan's part of it. Of course, I host it. And then we have our uh, crew of experts. We're looking forward to a major Orioles season of success. But... Here's Mike Elias talking about the biggest move they have made so far this offseason. Not only is there a talent impact there, but there's also an innings track record that he provides. You know, our staff's pretty young. So having the experience and I think somebody for the young guys to look up to and lean on is going to be enormous. Corbett Burns comes over from Milwaukee. And the Orioles did sacrifice some high-level prospects. Joey Ortiz, D.L. Hall, the 34th pick. In the upcoming draft, Corbin Bird, Cy Young Award winner two years ago, 10-8, 339 last year for the Brewers. Playoff team led the NL in whip with 107. The K rate, outstanding, given the innings pitched, and he is a workhorse sort of guy. He's only 29 years old. Yes, he's a one-year deal kind of guy, represented, I believe, by Scott Boris, but Nolan McGraw, as we're talking about Baltimore baseball tonight, today, slash whenever the game's taking place, Corbett Burns will be the opening day starter. You don't trade prospects for a guy like this and have him sit number two behind somebody else. But Corbett Burns, the difference making, in your opinion, will be what? Well, just him alone, obviously he's a winner. Former Cy Young, that speaks for itself. But I think when you look at the depth overall that you have here on your roster, pitching in particular, putting him at one, and then you push everyone else down in the rotation, 
a fringe starter then goes to the bullpen, talking about maybe a Tyler Wells type of guy, that only helps the entire operation. I mean, you've got more starting pitchers than spots in your rotation. And then you look at your bullpen, you know, that's only going to help you there. You're trying to replace production from Felix Bautista. Who knows when Dylan Tate's going to be ready to come back. But if a guy like Tyler Wells, who may have previously been slotted into your rotation, now he can help you in the bullpen. And we'll get to the bullpen here in a second, but we'll look at the projected starting five for Brandon Hyde here in the rotation. Let's keep in mind, too, Kyle Bradish finished fourth in American League Cy Young voting. He and Grayson Rodriguez, who t- had two of the five lowest earn run averages by starting pitchers in the second half of the season. And by the way, Corbin Burns was right up there, too, for the Brewers. So we pencil in Burns. So I'm going to give you mine, Nolan. I'm going to go Burns, Bradish, Grayson, Meansy, and then I'm going to give Dean Kramer the fifth spot based on the fact that his earn run average last couple of years as a starter's under four, and they won, what, 24 games last year with him on the mound? Yeah, he got pounded in the playoffs. But you mentioned Wells, who had the lowest whip in baseball in the first half as a starting pitcher. You got Cole Irvin, who's a guy that's pushed 200 innings in Oakland. Yeah, he was kind of disappointing last year. There are options there, but that's my five. Right, you got your lefty and mean, so Irvin isn't getting any bonus points in that regard. He's fine in the bullpen, transition to that role last year. I have the exact same five. I know it's boring, but that's kind of what I'm starting with. And uh, I agree that Wells is your swing man there. You can do a lot worse in terms of that. You can do a whole hell of a lot worse uh, when we're talking about a fifth starter than Dean Kramer. I mean, very consistent. Pitched 172 innings for him last year. ERA was over four, but he does show up. He hits the post. He's going to make 30 starts. That has to count for something. Now, for entertainment purposes only, tell our audience who the five-man rotation was in the beginning of 2023. Opening day would have been Kyle Gibson. Gibson. Bradish was there. Wells was part of the rotation. Irvin. And uh, who am I forgetting here? Bradish Gibson. Grayson was in Kramer, the minors. Kramer. Kramer. Right. Yeah, Kramer. So there's so a significant change here in 2024 and for the better. No doubt. And the bullpen, even more so. <laughs> I'm looking at some of these names. Yeah, and we'll get to them in a second. Yes, you're replacing uh, the guy who was the, the relief pitcher of the year in Felix Batista. But I think the upside for the rotation is high. However... With the innings and the spots and everything that goes along with throwing a baseball 95, 100 miles an hour, somebody's getting hurt. And if you'd have to project who that is, and I don't want to, you would assume someone with more of an injury history goes down, which then then opens opportunities up for a Wells if he doesn't get it or an Irvin if he doesn't get it. Let's not forget the McDermott's, the Povich's, and others coming up. The Zimmerman's coming back from an injury. They do have some younger guys. They don't have a you know, a Grayson Rodriguez level pitching prospect coming up, but there are some respected dudes to keep an eye on for sure. Absolutely. And guys that have been here the past couple of years that might be on the outside looking in. I know Keegan Aiken started games for him in the past, then transitioned to a bullpen role. Is he completely out of the picture at this point, numbers game-wise? Mike Bauman had starter aspirations earlier in his mm-hmm. career, then transitioned to the bullpen. Where is he at in the uh, the rankings here? Does he have a guaranteed spot? So all this depth, as great as it is, 
it's a good problem to have, but you have some guys that you don't have guaranteed spots for. Yeah, and D.L. Hall, as great as he is with the fastball, pushing 100, throwing over 100 at times, he wasn't making the Orioles rotation this year. And he still may turn out to be the next Josh Hader from Milwaukee at the back end of the bullpen. But here in Baltimore, he was not going to make the rotation, and he has always said that he'd like to be a starting pitcher. So sucks to lose him, but, you know, he's got big upside too. And Fuji, too, who said he wanted to be a starter, well, but not you know, to throw him in there. We had to get you. our obligatory Fuji mention. That's a you thing. So what do you think, Vinny, about the potential of this rotation? I think the rotation's per- – I mean, when you talk about what they had last year compared to what they have now, I mean, you're starting five. There's not a week. I, I mean, Bob, would that be the – compared to the best starting fives – in baseball? I think the Yankees rotation is pretty strong right now. I mean, there are some others that are comparable. But, but going into the pre going into training camp, they gotta feel pretty good about what they got. And we're counting on Grayson Rod well take the next step. Bradish be Bradish. Yeah. And then Grayson Rodriguez level up to be that yeah. number one pitching prospect that he's been dubbed for many, many years. So, and Corbin Burns is a proven commodity. He's an ace by all definition, including today's definition of what an ace is with all the nerd stats. It's Vinny at 81057 The Fed. That's right. He was a gold glove finalist, too. So, he actually knows how to field his position. We'll come back, take your thoughts on this Orioles rotation, how strong it's going to be. We'll get to the bullpen because guys like Mike, Mike Bauman might be left out in the cold because, you know, there's no room at the end. Hey, Dylan Tate's coming back, and we talked about this yesterday with Jacob Calvin Meyer. There's a wild card to say one. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 1057 Fan. A Super Bowl 58 most watched TV show ever. 123.4 million viewers. And that's according to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics. Quite frankly, Vinny, I don't know how they judge these sorts of things. Me either. God forbid. I mean, they really click it on every house. You don't want to see what I'm watching all the time, Nilsson and Adobe, but 123.4 million. No surprise. Well, from a football perspective, you got the 49ers and Chiefs. Yeah. And then the Taylor Swifties. Yeah. Tuning in, doing their thing. And last year's game, by the way, was 115.1 KC against Philly, which was another, you know, close, exciting game. So that was a 7% increase. It was also, in addition to being on TV, or CBS, Nickelodeon, Univision, Paramount Plus, as many other digital platforms. So it's not like you sit your butt in front of the old uh, TV back in the day, put it on Channel 13, Channel 11, Channel 2, and let's have at it. Yeah, well, I think, Bob, you know, a lot of people watch. It's an event now, and, you know, like all celebrities are there. Who are you going to see? People tune in that maybe aren't football fans that want to see the halftime show. They want to see the commercials. I mean, the NFL has done a pretty good job, um, you know, making all these different, you know, with the commercials, with the halftime, uh, 
all those types of different things where people that aren't just just don't want to watch a football game, they're there to tune in to watch other stuff. Right, and there's a party. We all throw parties. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I had my sister and my brother-in-law over, so it was relatively uh, low-key. My niece stopped by later. But I'm all about the game, quite frankly, because that's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, we can get into pop culture if we want to, but I'm mostly about football, for instance— like I said yesterday, Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem. I'm in the bathroom taking a whiz. How let it go, man? Got to go when you got to go. I came out. She was wrapping it up. So I didn't go, oh, man, I can't believe I missed him. Like, oh, well. I just wish, Bob, I it mean, is what it is. because, you know, the game got over at 11 o'clock our time. Well, you that know, and we got to go too. to work. So, I, I mean, would they get more people if it was on Saturday? Saturday night? Yeah. I'd like, like that better. Be the like a heavyweight and, championship. Fight. Yeah, the the part. What do you think, Norm? I mean, to me, the parties would be better. That seems like it's uh, pushing more towards the pay per view thing now. I agree. Good Saturday point. night, but I think once they move it, then that's even more. Then incentive. it's like boxing, right? Yeah. Or another I mean, thought I had watching the game Tuesday night. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's nothing on Tuesday. Right. No, but. That's uh, right. If they keep extending the schedule, they go from 16 games to 17 games a couple years ago, does it get pushed back where it now coincides with President's Day weekend where a lot of people then have off that Monday? Not everybody, but it is a holiday technically. That'd be two more weeks, wouldn't it? Well, President's Day is this coming, so it would be one week. Uh, Full disclosure, we're off next Monday because of President's Day, but in our line of work, kind of have to be there the day after the Super Bowl. We yeah, yeah we yeah. got to be there you know because especially if the Ravens get back to it which I, they will under Lamar's watch I guarantee that Joe Namath style but I hear what you're saying though Nolan where because it is for all intents and purposes the national holiday right Super Bowl unofficially yes but it is a holiday but I mean if they move it no if they move it back another week those guys they they'll have to leave there and go straight to the combine yeah right. <laughs> And, and 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 same thing with baseball being pushed up. I mean, the World Series are end right around Thanksgiving. Hey, well, I got uh, the Orioles and Dodgers game seven coming up next. It's the Cowboys and Ravens on Thanksgiving Day. It's Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan. But as we all know, everything sport, well, life based, quite frankly, but in particular sports, it's all about the cash, man. Oh. And when money's talking. BS is walking. That's right. Fans, it's all about the fans, but not really if you ain't paying. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's up? Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. What's going on? Ain't not much. I like what you said, man. You said Cowboys, Ravens, Thanksgiving Day, man. You know, I'd be cool be with good. that. Yeah, it'd be a good one. That'd you know? be what? The middle game then, that'd Cowboys. Be the four o'clock. Yeah. yeah, okay. But um, how this Super Bowl stuff, man, especially the Chiefs. In and every year, you know, I don't know if I can take another year every next year, but with them in it, you know, need to give Smiles a chance, you know. <laughs> I hate but, to say um, it, though. I think the Chiefs are going to be better next year. Give somebody else a chance. Uh, what do you want, participation trophies now, Rashawn? Yeah. Were you a Michael Jordan fan? Come on, man. Yeah, I was a Jordan fan, you know, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm just tired of seeing Mahomes. And He's already great, man. Just go and retire. You got enough money, man. Just, you know, but whatever. <laughs> 
But um, on to the Orioles, though, man. I'm excited yeah. about the season. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Only thing that makes me nervous is that, you know, they got pressure on them. Because last year, I don't think it was a lot of pressure. So now they got pressure, you know, to be the best team in the East and could continue on, you know, what they did last year. And um, <clears throat> I want to make a bet, man, with y'all boy Q, you know. Cause, oh, uh, Q, you listening? Yeah, yeah I know y'all there listening somewhere. Come you know, on, Q, um, listen you know, up. Yeah, man, the bet that the Orioles are going to finish ahead of the Yankees, you know, and ahead of his uh, – a better record than his twins, even though I don't think is he still a twins fan? Or what? I think he. Uh, I think he, he. Yeah, he got rid of the twins. Oh, he got rid of the twins. Oh, he like get, get rid of them Jets too because they ain't winning no time soon either. <laughs> no, but um. So Q, yeah. there you go. Uh, Rashawn, yeah. Orioles more wins than the Yankees, and uh, I think that's an interesting bet because some odds makers have the Yankees actually winning more than the Orioles this year. We'll see. Is that right? Yeah, but, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to being down pickles, too, man. Right. Some of them nice cheeseburgers, cold beer, nice women, too, you know. So. That was yeah. one of the better burgers I've ever had. It definitely was, man. You know, I think about them burgers every day. Nah, it's the women. <laughs> the women. Burger. You get a burger <laughs> anywhere. It's the women at pickles. Yeah. I'm a married man. I'm just, uh, I do ocular <laughs> pat-downs now at my age. <laughs> All right, Rashawn. There's Rashawn in Baltimore. All right, Q, he called you out. Orioles more wins than the Yankees. You want part of that? You guys can figure it out for sure. We'll come back. Talk about the Ravens free agency. They got a ton of people that need to be taken care of, whether it's in Baltimore or elsewhere. Priorities will be what for Eric DaCosta in the offseason with the combine coming up basically a month and or I'd say two and a half weeks. Free agency starts in the NFL a month from today. Ravens had the 30th pick of the draft. So we'll talk to Kevin about all of that good stuff and more. Whip around coming up at 11.15. Busy night in sports on a Monday. Post-football, we'll get into that. Look at the Orioles' bullpen roster-wise. Projecting the 26th man with Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato. It's Vinny at 81057 The Pen. That comes your way at 11.30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 